Thank you very much, uh, uh, Program Director. Your Excellency, Mr. Christophe Lutundula, Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Foreign Affairs of the Democratic Republic of Congo, Excellencies and dear colleagues, Honorable Ministers from South Africa and the Democratic Republic of Congo, Charge d'Affaires of the South African Embassy to the DRC, and South African Consul General to Lubumbashi DRC, Directors General and Heads of State-Owned Entities, Senior Officials from both countries, ladies and gentlemen. My dear brother and minister, allow me to begin by expressing our deepest appreciation for the warm hospitality extended to our delegation since our arrival in your wonderful city of Kinshasa. We are heartened by your warm words of welcome and we say merci beaucoup, monsieur. I am looking forward to the ministerial segment of the 12th session of our binational commission. Dear colleagues, honorable ministers and senior officials, I'm excited and pleased that our heads of state decided within their very busy schedules that they would convene this long outstanding 12th session of our BNC. We are here as ministers to participate at an important meeting of our two countries where our relations are strong and based on historic bonds and yet still open to even greater collaboration. The bonds that we have have held us together during difficult as well as easy and pleasant times. We as public representatives represent both the people of our countries as well as the leadership within our countries. Our people have placed on us the responsibility of ensuring that they enjoy peace and prosperity. Our relations have always been inspired by our commitment to pan-African ideals and solidarity. And it is those ideals that our BNC meeting should give reality to. Our pan-African ideals impose a commitment on us to ensure the development of our countries, but the development of the entire continent of Africa. Our pan-African ideals and our solidarity ask us to pose difficult questions to ourselves as to what good we are making out of the wealth of the nations of Africa. How do we industrialize? How should we manufacture? How do we create greater opportunity for our people? A meeting such as this one requires us to answer those questions. We are fortunate in that we are old friends. As the minister, my dear colleague, has said, we have featured prominently in each other's growth path. We as South Africa see strategic and mutual value in the bilateral relations 
that we believe should always be held dear and promoted by South African leaders and the leaders of the DRC. So our meeting as ministers in this 12th session of the BNC, the Binational Commission, is an opportune moment to assess the status of implementation of our agreed programs, as well as to evaluate the state of the legal instruments that guide our relationship and to identify new areas of cooperation. I believe that we must take care to ensure that our meetings are not merely talk shops, that they become productive paths toward development of our nations. I'm looking forward to hearing the report from our senior officials who have told me they've been hard at work over the last two days. I'm also glad that various ministers will have time to meet as part of sectoral committees to more deeply interrogate the reports that our senior officials have crafted to ensure that we have incorporated all elements that are necessary for our successful collaboration. We do this because our interactions and consultations within the framework of the Binational Commission require us to be accountable and to enhance the implementation of all agreements that have been signed between our two countries. As South Africa, as the DRC, as the African continent, we don't have time for luxury or leisure. Our work is immense. And when we meet, we must ensure we are productive. I'm pleased to note that our two countries have 38 agreements and memoranda of understanding in a wide range of fields. I'm also pleased to have seen in the reports that I read that several agreements and memoranda of understanding are currently at various stages of negotiation and completion and will soon be signed and implemented accordingly. I do believe, given this wide range of agreements, that it is vital that we consistently review performance to ensure that our instruments are relevant and they are de delivering the results we require. As I understand it, honorable ministers and dear Foreign Minister Lutundula, our main goal and vision is to see real changes in our people's livelihoods. After all, they don't elect us because we are pretty or because we wear nice outfits. They elect us to change their lives. Our people want their children to be educated. They want their children to become responsible future leaders of our nations. Our people want girls and women to be empowered so that they can fully participate in our economies, 
and in our political lives. Our people want us to create sustainable jobs and entrepreneurship opportunities for them so that our people become independent, self-sustained, enabled, and empowered to take charge of their own future and identity. Allowing our people to remain poor is to keep them in a prison of a lack of advancement. So we must change the condition of our people so that they are free to realize their full abilities. Until we achieve all these things, we must continue to collaborate as the South African and DRC Binational Commission to ensure that results are achieved. I am really, really pleased that in this particular edition of the Binational Commission, we will have as participants in several of our meetings the state-owned entities of our two countries because these are important vehicles for the development of our countries. The scope of possibilities is wide and continues to increase. We could be doing more in the fields of agriculture, of mining, of infrastructure development, of defense and security, of economy and finance, of trade and investment, as well as social and humanitarian affairs. What we must achieve is that the DRC must become a trusted partner of South Africa, and South Africa must become a trusted partner of the DRC. We spend too much time trusting others outside our continent and not enough time trusting ourselves. We need to change that history. Dear ministers, dear ministers, I am indeed delighted that this 12th session of the BNC also creates a platform for the business leaders of our countries to engage in a formal manner through the convening of a business forum, which coincides with the Heads of State Summit of the Binational Commission. I'm hopeful that our business leaders will leverage opportunities provided by the African Continental Free Trade Area. I believe that the AFCFTA will be a catalyst toward the pursuit of beneficial economic integration in the continent. Through the free trade area agreement, we have promised ourselves as Africans that we will increase intra-African trade. That doesn't mean we buy goods from country B and pretend they were made in the DRC. It means we must manufacture in the DRC and sell within Africa. It means we must manufacture in South Africa and sell within Africa. It means we must manufacture in Ghana, in Togo, wherever we find ourselves as African, we become productive and we change our condition. So let us work on making this.
Another matter that we must address if the African continental free trade area is to be a success is the value addition to our natural resources within the confines of our continent. Everybody is running after the rare mineral resources of the DRC, but they're not establishing factories in the DRC. Don't sign any agreement if production is not to happen yet. We must refuse. We must ensure that value addition beneficiation happens within Africa. And we must ensure that as Africans, we derive full benefit from the value chain and that our people realize these much needed opportunities. The time has come for South Africa and the DRC to work at changing our condition, to work at changing our history. But to do these things is not easy. There'll be much opposition. So the challenge is can we work together honestly and faithfully? If we can do that, we will change our condition. But if we allow others to divide us to direct us as to what should suit us, we will never achieve these ambitions. So, Honorable Minister, I close by saying the future is in our hands. It is only by working together that we will bring the change that we all want to see. I look forward to our fruitful deliberations and to receiving the report prepared by our senior officials. Minister, I cannot close without saying merci beaucoup to Madame Lutundula for the wonderful wonderful cuisine that we enjoyed at her table. We are most grateful for that evening, and we thank you most sincerely. And I'm absolutely thrilled to be here in Kinshasa, and I look forward to our collaboration as we march to the future. Thank you very much, Minister. Thank you very much.